Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. Hi, everyone. Welcome to TN Testimony tonight. But as we get started, as people come on, I think, are we able to still do our our, um, Not On My Watch promo for the the Saints tonight? I don't see anybody here live yet, but we'll give people a chance to get in for, for a quick little second, and then we'll go ahead and do the promo for that after we explain why we're here today. Many of you know why we're here because every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we, me, I, us, we show up here on YouTube Live and YouTube Land and Facebook Land and TikTok Land. I don't think we're on TikTok tonight, but hopefully they've subscribed to YouTube like I be telling them to. So sorry, TikTok. Sorry, we weren't prepared tonight, but you're going to miss my guests if they were on TikTok anyway. So as we proceed with tonight's order of events, I'm going to introduce the two lovely ladies that are here. Some of you guys already know them, but I'm going to properly introduce them in a momento. But we would like to share a little bit about what we're going to be talking about and discussing tonight. So make sure you like, subscribe, and share this broadcast. Right now, if all of you that are coming in right now can do me a quick favor, and that's tag and tell a friend, make sure you like, subscribe, and share this broadcast right here because we are going to be dropping some gems, some nuggets, some treasures from heaven here tonight. As always, we're going to be sipping a little tea and sharing and giving testimony all at the same time. Y'all know how we do it here in these flawed and free streets. So if you're new here, you're going to love it here. Make sure you don't leave by clicking the notification bell so that when you see us live, you don't miss any of our lives and you'll know when we're going live. So everyone, as you're coming on, if you'll just share this broadcast so we can get in the algorithm a bit maybe it'll consider pushing us a bit maybe not but nonetheless for the ones that have come to get what we get ready to put down they finna pick it up okay for the rest of y'all that are catching the replay hey y'all hey we ain't forgot about y'all that are catching the replay we love you the same so make sure you chime in tune in click the notification bell and share this with someone that you know could benefit from hearing hearing our testimony and maturing and growing in Christ Jesus. So that's our goal. Goals are souls set the, set the captives free and we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So I love testimony time. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love to be a living testimony for God. Um, and I love to be a mouthpiece for God. I love working for God. And so I tell people all the time, like this is the best job ever. 
um, because I just can't consider nor think of a job any better than the one that I have. And that's being a servant of the Lord. So I never knew who would have thunk that little old me would spend the rest of her days serving God full time. So what a blessing. It does come with a challenge or two, a little squuggle or two. Okay, so we might tap in. Touch on that a little bit tonight as the Holy Spirit leads, because your girl ain't shame for the sacrifices that we've had to make on this journey, but it just comes with it. It just comes with it. So let's get into tonight while we're here. I want to say hi to y'all as y'all are coming in. Hello, Jasmine and Essence and Tanisha. She says she is ready for the tea tonight. Yes, my daughter, Sierra, Amber, to all of you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for sowing seeds of time. We're going to be talking a little bit about sacrificial giving, sowing seeds, and becoming a kingdom financier. So, woo, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, first up, we have Alexis, my executive assistant, my gatekeeper, my spiritual daughter, um, an ambassador of heaven. I mean, I'm telling you, she's got so many times and so many hats. I thank God for the grace that he has given her to be in not only such close proximity to myself, because I'm, I'm a little interesting sometimes, but <laughs> anywho, <laughs> she puts up with all of my crazy. So shout out to her. Make sure y'all keep Alexis in y'all prayers at night, because I know sis will take them all. She will take, <laughs> she will take them all. So Alexis is up First, only because she's right next to me on the screen. And then below, I'm a visual, y'all. So y'all got to forgive me. I'm straight visual. <laughs> Not because one is more or less important than the next. But my other spiritual daughter, Janelle, is also here. My tech genius. Man, man, man. I cannot wait till y'all hear from her tonight about giving, sewing, and sacrificial giving towards becoming a kingdom financier. And some of the things the Lord has revealed and shared with us that I know is going to help you break through in so many areas of your life, not just financially, but just to really add and bring knowledge to, um, verbiage to, confirmation to, maybe some of the things that you've been hearing the Holy Spirit tell you. So that's why we're coming here today. We're joining and linking arms in the Spirit, yoking our faith together, and we are pouring out tonight. So Continue to like, love, subscribe, and share in Jesus' name, and let's get into it. So, Janelle, go ahead and introduce yourself. I think I skipped over Alexis' personal introduction, but introduce yourself as I've already moved into asking you to speak. So, go ahead and tell the people a little bit about who you is and who you be in these streets. Hi, everyone. Hi, Fought Every Community. My name is Janelle Adebayo, and I serve as the tech support here at Fought and Free. I joined the ministry in 2021, 2022, sorry, 2022. I got my deliverance here in 2021, and I've been mm. serving here ever since. And, yeah. Amen. 
What a pleasure and an honor to serve alongside of you as I am a servant leader as well. Though I've been called to be your apostle, your spiritual mother, and all that God has called me to in this season, I am also a sister in Christ in a sense because we have the almighty God that we serve together in the kingdom. So glory be to God. Now, Alexis, I didn't give you a chance to give your personal introduction. So let's get into it. And then we're going to get into not on my watch. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So as the apostle stated, I'm Alexis. I'm her executive <laughs> assistant slash spiritual daughter slash gatekeeper slash all the things, all the things. If you ever <laughs> free, more than likely he's talking to me. Yes, more than likely. It's not me. It's my, it's my admin help essence. So it's one of us. Yes. One of us. But um, I've been a part of the ministry. Yeah, shout out to Essence. Um, I've been a part of the ministry since April, May of 2021. Um, I received my deliverance officially in May 2021. And I kind of started it like a little bit before that, just kind of like getting familiar with the brand, things like that. And so I've been sticking beside her ever since then. I've been here ever since May 2021. So yeah, here I am. So excited, but let me tell you something else I'm excited about. Not on my watch workshop, okay? It's a prayer warrior workshop that's coming up July 29th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Registration is open. If you have not registered, get into it because we are getting ready to have a powerhouse holy ghost feel good time on that day do you hear me on that day we're going to help to unleash your inner warrior and we're going to be partnering to help you with understanding how to utilize prayer watches what they are how to become a watchman on the wall and to see success in your prayer life so we want your prayer life to go from little to giant you want to see the blessings and the breakthrough of God come forth in your life. I have the tools and I am here to equip you, build you and help you to grow, to empower yourself in going from your now to your next and, and really expanding your prayer life. So let's get into it, Janelle. Register. Oh, we fancy, huh? Oh, we fancy, huh? Oh, we fancy, huh? Hey, hey. <laughs> Y'all better get into it. The Prayer Warrior Workshop. Get into it. I'm telling you, it's lit and legit, and it's going to be on fire, for we are hungry and thirsty for God. We are hungry and thirsty for our next. We want to manage and steward what God has given us. We want to commune and converse and communicate with the Most High God so that we can receive the divine directions and instruction and revelation and the blueprints and all of the schemes that God is giving us in this season and gathering our harvest. Come on, y'all. Let's get excited about the harvest that's come upon us as we collect and gather it so that we can become what 
kingdom financiers. Our goal is not just for souls, but it is also to save the captives and set them free. But we're called to advance the kingdom of God. Let's not forget that we are ambassadors, that we have come from heaven and we have the opportunity, the ability, the authority to meet God and God meet us right here in the earth so that we can see heaven on earth today, that we don't have to wait till we die to experience and have an encounter with the Holy Ghost, to have an experience and an encounter with God, but to see the manifestation come to pass right now. So if that be you and you think, you know what? I think I want to learn how to build my prayer altar. I think I want to learn how to really seek and see the face of God, but not be praying popcorn prayers where they hitting the ceiling and coming back down. We want to not only pray so that God hears us, but pray so that God answers us by the righteousness of God. Glory be to God. But in and amongst prayer, there are so many other discipling principles that are very much necessary in our spiritual maturation and growth with God. So there's a lot of other factors that are involved in stewarding our lives before God, for they are living altars before him. And so we must serve with our service, with our time, with our whole hearts and minds so that we can continue to build and to advance. And so tonight, that's what we're going to be talking about. I am I'm going to open the floor to these young ladies that have something special planned to discuss with you and to include some of their own receipts. We love receipts in these streets, right? We love receipts. Don't just show me the scripture, right? Don't just don't just shove the scripture down my throat, but let me know what it did for you, my God. Let, let me know what it did for you. Maybe I can see how I can apply some of these same principles to my personal life because we serve one true and living God, not multiple. So it's the same God that did it for Janelle, the same God that did it for Alexis, the same God that's doing it for me will do it for you. So I want you guys, we're going to do something fun tonight in the chat. Every time you hear someone say anything that just resonates in your spirit, I want you to come into agreement with it. And the way that we're going to come into agreement with these statements is we are going to say, do it again, God. Do, do, it it again. Again. do it again. Do it again. <laughs> do it again. So, you know, even if you don't attach the God to the end, I want y'all to make sure that as we proceed through tonight's TN testimony, that anytime something sit in your spirit and you just feel that shout in your shondo, I want you to come into agreement as we virtually yoke our faith with yours as we hear the testimony of God and we are going to encounter God, we're going to experience God and we are going to commune together on this TN testimony tonight. So don't forget Make sure you type in the chats, do it again, God. You know, in the world, they do something similar to this, right? They'll have like, you know how they have like the forbidden word. And like anytime somebody, it keeps people engaged, right? Like anytime somebody says like the word baby or something, then, you know, they'll take a sip of their drink, right? But we're sipping, we, we sipping on the blood of Jesus. We, we, we reestablishing our covenant in communion, not just in this community, but we're, <laughs> we're sipping 
dripping on the blood. We, we are remembering the covenant that we have made with God. And so I want you guys, as we begin to come together tonight and the testimony begins to pour out of the spirit, I want y'all to take a sip in the spirit. And I want you to agree and type in the chat, do it again, God. Do it again, God. Glory be to God. So I'm done. Mom's finna pipe down and step down. I already feel myself getting stirred up in the spirit. Listen, y'all know I get to I get to talking to crazy, going to the left, going to the right. Get me back on track. Let's get, let's get, let's, let's, let's get it. Tag, tell a friend, subscribe, and share. Who is coming up to explain a little bit about why we're here today and their own personal testimony? I'll let either one of you go first. I'll take the baton. I'll take the baton, Apostle. I'm feeling stirred already as well. Okay. 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 Do it again. I see see y'all already ready in the chat. They said do it. They already (laughs) said I'm going to circle back to this morning because Alexis, Apostle, and I were in a group chat and Holy Spirit was literally giving me a download of what to speak to you guys on today. It was just revelation after revelation after revelation. Oh, Jesus. And so I want to share with you my testimony. Alexis is going to share her testimony of being a kingdom financier and walking in that. But we're going to talk about our process. Because it's easy to write the vision, make yeah. it plain and say, I'm going to be a kingdom financier. Million dollars are attached to my name. Like we yes. can say all that thing. I'm a generational curse breaker. But like, what does that process look like? Like, what mm. does that look like to walk in the training that God has for you to be a kingdom financier? So I'm going to start with my testimony. Um, my testimony in sacrificial giving and kingdom financier starts actually with deliverance. So it's tied to my deliverance testimony. So Amen. before Christ, before I got saved, BC. before I was walking with the whole BC, correct, BC, I was selfish. Hmm. I had a why not me mentality. I was dealing with anxiety. I was dealing with rejection. I was dealing with rebellion. And when I was in that state, it was always, what can you do for me? Not what could I do for somebody else? And so we tend to think that being selfish means that maybe you're vain or maybe you think over of yourself or maybe you think highly of yourself, like you're in pride. But there's the opposite end of the spectrum where you can be selfish, but you're actually insecure, but you're actually so caught up in your own anxiety that you don't see others around you. Like you're, you're so caught up in your mind and what other people think about you that you can't be a good asset to the kingdom. And that's where I was. That's where I was for a long time. And when I received deliverance, when I was delivered from those spirits here in this ministry, when the Holy Spirit started dealing with my rebellion, I began to open my eyes and see that there is a lot of people on this earth that are in need. They are in need and God wants to help them. And how he's going to help them is through us. He's going to give it to you so you can give it to somebody else. And that was the revelation that Holy Spirit gave to me. And so then I begin to write the vision and make it plain. And I begin to sow and I begin to give and give my tithes. But then I was like, okay, God, I want to take it a step further. I want to be a kingdom financier. Like, I want this to be a part of my identity. I want this to be a part of my life. So then what does that look like? Well, we know when the Holy Spirit or when God gives you an assignment, when he gives you a vision, there is a training process for you to become what you're supposed to be. 
So you just don't wake up one day and you're an apostle and there's no training, there's no revelation, there's no prayer, there's no trials, there's no, there's no sacrifice. No sacrifice, exactly, exactly. And so we even see this in the Bible because I'm thinking about Abraham, the, t- the trials and the tests that he had to go through when, he, when God established his covenant with him. Come he on had now. to be willing to sacrifice his son Isaac. Come and on. His obedience. God said, because you were obedient, I'm going to do what I said. I'm going right. to do what I said for you. And so when we think about that in our own lives, and so I'm going to bring it back to me, 2022, circa 2022, 2021, that process began with me as well. So I wrote the vision and made it plain. I want to be a kingdom financier. I want to be able to sow out funds. I want to have this money in my hand so that I can give it to other people. What does that look like? The Holy Spirit began to take me through a training process. He says, okay. You want to be a kingdom financier? Time for class. You're going to show up on time. You're going to do the assignments. You'll move on to the next level, basically, right? And so Holy Spirit began to teach me spirit-led giving. And what spirit-led giving looks like is that you're basically giving by the unction of the Holy Spirit. That's what spirit-led giving is. And so you could be minding your business in a grocery store, someone comes up to you and says, you know what? I don't have money for food. Can I have $40? And Holy Spirit says, give it to them. That's spirit-led giving. You Come can on. be in your prayer time praying about something completely different. And the Holy Spirit says, I want you to sow $100 into this ministry now. Will you now. be obedient? Now. That's what the training looks like for me. And so <laughs> there's Come levels. On. There's levels, just like there's levels and dimensions in prayer. There's also levels and dimensions in the spirit led giving, because when when you spirit, when you're in spirit led giving, he'll then move you into sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving looks like is sacrificial giving hurt. Yes, it does. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. That's right. I don't, I don't want you to lose your spot because ahead, when, when it comes to sacrificial giving, let me tell you, God honors all giving, first of all. OK, so I don't want people to feel bad because they ain't gave away the roof over their head. Right. But, but I want you to understand something that when you give, giving is a is a is a is a um, a direct correlation of your heart posture. It's a direct correlation because all that you have ain't yours anyway <laughs> to include the job you got. So God, when he is when he is asking you to give, it's not because he's trying to give to keep you destitute, broke, busted and disgusted, because anything that God takes, he replenishes. Not only does he replenish, he add. Not only does he add, he multiplies. So he always gives you back more than you gave to him. That's numero uno. Number two, whenever you're giving in a sacrificial way, it's one thing to give tithe because that's your 10 percent. that's bare basic minimum right that that ain't that ain't and i'm not knocking the 10 percent, but i'm saying that people think that they have reached the height of giving because they've been obedient and giving tithe that's the bare mere minimum that keeps the devil off your back okay that 10 percent is law so you can choose not to give the 10 but you will suffer behind the consequence for not fulfilling the mandate and law of God because the 10% keeps the, the, the devil the devourer out of your finances it keeps the devil off of you and for the things that he's already set up in heaven to attack you with for the accusations 
nations that are going forth in heaven. And so this is just to keep you out of the pit. Okay. This, this don't take you to the palace. You want to go to the palace. You gotta, huh, baby, you gotta, you gotta go from what you said, Janelle, from spirit led to sacrificial, because it's one thing to give and you got a million dollars in the bank and you get somebody a hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. You gave, right. But it's another thing when you like Janelle, I don't know if she's going to get on this story tonight or not, but where Janelle literally empties your bank account. When you empty your bank account to zero dollars and zero cents, trusting and believing in God because he has unctioned you to help and sow or support something and or someone on his behalf. And you're just believing that God is going to replace it, replenish it and restore it. And so there's a level of giving that's tied into your palace position. Okay. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlay, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So it's one thing when you give away an old purse, baby. I can go in my closet right now and pull out a old, oh, what, what was hot back in the day? A Dooney and Burke or something, you know, maybe an old coach. I don't even know coach is still on the mat right now. Yeah. I still got a little bit of coach I like. But anywho, but it's one thing to trade out. Say, oh, you need a new purse. Let me get you mine. I don't even wear this no more. But it's one thing when you give that new Gucci away. That new Gucci that was in your closet that you only wore one time. And the Holy Ghost be like, give it away. Give it away. Give that to so-and-so. And you be like, I saved for six months for this Gucci. And you want me to do what with it? Give it away. Right? And so this is me being funny. She said, not a doing bird. <laughs> Yo, y'all know what it is. I don't know. That might be high fashion for some. So I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But I'm just saying, go ahead. I'm going to let you go get back into the sacrificial giver. So we didn't already told you what it looked like to go from spirit led to sacrificial now i'm finna pipe down for a moment and let janelle finish telling her story i had to get that out my side it was broken. i feel you and alexis has an empty bank account testimony too that she can get into as well with her, come on, with her, uh, come on. Giving. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pass it to you alexis but let me just say one point um okay. it's not so much that i have a thousand dollars and i gave it it's the heart posture so there are gifts where you could give your last 50 cents and it's make it, it weight in the spirit because of your heart posture and what you have. It's all related to what you have in your hand. What has God placed in your hand? 
And so it's not looking to the right or to the left and being like, well, this person can give that much because they have this much amount of money or this person can give that much because they have that amount of money. It's really what God has provided you that you're giving back to him. So I just wanted to touch on that as well. Yeah. It's not so much the amount when it comes to in comparison to other people. Yeah. But I'm going to pass it to Alexis. I'm going to pass it to Alexis. Okay. <laughs> it came in guns blazing, y'all. My Lord. Then coming in with the Holy Ghost wisdom on top of all that. I'm just trying to see. Okay. Okay. Holy Ghost, have your way. Have your way. Okay. So for me, I'm going to testify a little bit. I'm going to testify right now. Come on, so come on. My, my earliest um, recollection of giving, tithing, sewing, dates back to my childhood. Let, let me put a caveat in that. My family, we were the normal, I ain't gonna say normal. We went to church when we were supposed to go to church. So like Christmas, New Year, we, we was those kind of church Easter. goers. Okay, Easter, okay. yeah, Mother's Day, Father's Day. We was those kind of church goers. But one thing I can remember is that my daddy was a faithful giver. Come on. I remember seeing my dad not go to church. And at the time, I didn't know who it was, but it will always be a man dressed in a suit on a Sunday morning, handing him a, a, a envelope. And my dad will be giving him money to go to church. And so my daddy was still paying his tithes, like even though we Ooh. weren't physically going to church. Yeah. So that was always in my mind. I always saw that. Fast forward, I can't remember how old I was, but I was young, elementary age, really young. And I will never forget my dad and I were at church. We were at church and he had gave me $5 to put into the offering plate. Y'all, I did not want to put that $5 into the offering plate. I wanted to keep it. I don't know what I was about to buy with those $5. I don't know where I was going with $5, but I did not want to give it. And when I tell y'all my daddy got me in church, he was like, you're not gonna give it. What you mean? Like it's not yours to keep. And I that right there instilled in me. Okay, don't play with God and His money. Don't play with God and His money. But my daddy was just gonna whoop my butt in church for trying to keep the money. And though I don't even, and I, to this day, I don't even know if my dad has a full revelation of you know what mm. God was placing in him. But me being where I am now on this side of save, I see what God was doing in my journey to becoming a kingdom financier. Because, of course, we know that that's what the Lord has said in Jesus' name. So, in Jesus' name. fast forward to 2019 when I really, well, no, I'll say 2018 is when I really got, began to get serious in my relationship with Christ. And at the time, I was in college doing eyelash extensions. I was working in a shop. Now, I was making some really good money. And for a college student, you know, I was like, ooh. I can go buy fashion over every week. I was doing the thing. And so <laughs> with that, like with that though, I will always make sure I put money to the side for my tithes. Every week I will pay my tithes. I would faithfully sew and pay my tithes. And I also had a savings that I was saving up. So I was, you know, on my journey of becoming what in my mind financially free. I wasn't very financial literate at all. I was not, mm -hmm. but I was doing the best I possibly could in my own knowledge mm -hmm. and intellect. And so it wasn't until 2019 when I graduated college and I was preparing to move to Atlanta. This was a season where God had like really grabbed me. I was fresh out of relationship. You know, I was really ready to pursue God with my whole heart. He had begun to show me that he had called me to be wealthy. And I was like, oh, OK. You know, in my mind, I thought I was going to win a lottery. But that's another story for another time. So I had this money saved up that 
I was like, you know, planning to move to Atlanta with, but times were like kind of getting a little bit challenging for me. God was really stretching me and testing me. That's what he was doing. But I didn't see that at the time. I moved to Atlanta with $300 in my account. I had rent to pay, all the moving expenses, all these things. I had all these things to pay and I had $300 in my name. And so what I did was I'll get to Atlanta in faith. I moved there, no job, no nothing lined up. And what happens is my best friend tells me about this conference. It's a conference that's coming up in Atlanta. It's called Fire Conference. And um, it was a conference for deliverance miracles, all these things. And I was fresh in my walk with Christ. So I was, you you know how it is when you be freshly saved. You be ready to go everywhere, ready to do all the things for the Lord. And I was also really believing in the Lord to baptize me by fire with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And so all this was happening. I was believing in him to do that. So I had $300, y'all. The ticket to the conference was $149. Oh. I was like, Lord, that's going to be half of what I got. You know, if I, if I, that's me. But I I went ahead and paid it. So I was like, Lord, I'm just going to trust you. I'm just going to trust you. I still don't got no job. So I only got, you know, less than what I started off with left. But (laughs) I go to the conference. I go to the conference. I get baptized by fire, filled with the Holy Ghost the first night. The first night I get filled. I feel the manifestation coming off my tongue the first night. It didn't actually speak into yeah. the. I didn't actually speak into the second night. By the second night, I'm twirling in spirit all night long, y'all. Twirling, <laughs> I'm twirling in spirit, literally, like I am twirling. <laughs> I have my language. It wasn't just oh. one. Thing. I came out with a language, and Come so I'm on. like twirling, y'all, in the spirit. I'm just like filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's time to sow. Now it's time to sow. I'm remembering what I have left in my account. I'm like, Lord, I still got I didn't mean to be so loud, but you know, we do this all the time in church. But I'm talking about we be having a Holy Ghost good time. What a music be like, it'd be like, Shala. But you'd be like, Oh, I love you, Jesus. We love, and then they'd be like, Okay, you guys, it's time to give. But the whole world quiet. But I gave. I I can't remember how much I gave, but I know I did give something. So I couldn't just not give anything. So I gave something, but at this point, my account is it's getting depleted. Like it is almost nothing left in there. So fast forward a couple of weeks, I start going to church. Like, and I'm going to the church that the that held the conference. I become a member of this church. And I start going to the church regularly every Sunday. I live 40 minutes away from the church. So I'm, it's a faith move to even make it to church, y'all. Like, I'm telling you, I don't got no job, don't got no nothing. So it's a faith move to even make it to church. Faith move to make it because gas, all the things. Going to church every Sunday faithfully. And every time they ask the soul some money. I'm I, sorry, Mrs. I'm laughing at this chat. Tanisha said hit the skirt skirt. What is time to stop? That's I was just time to go. Needless to say, I um I would empty my account every time it was time to sew though. Every time, like, and I will always, in my mind, I would be like, okay, I only got like $20, but I'm going to keep them. I'm going to keep them because I got to get it back home and I got to eat tonight. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit would just take over and be like, so. Wow. And so I kept doing it. And then somehow, some way, I would make it home and I would have food. But I didn't have no money. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
Like every time, every time. And no. so I was also in seminary school. And so. So how was you getting so real quick though? Like how was you getting the food? Because I bet I, I, I'm asking. I'm asking the question because, you know, it's like God going to make a way. God going to make a way. We never know how God's going to make a way, but the the way be made. Okay. The way, it just, be made. the way just straight be made. So like you was like, Lord, I need this $20. I'm supposed to sew it, but I need to get home and I need to eat. But somehow you got food. So how did he feed you? Literally somebody, I was so all of my money and then somebody would, uh, pay for me some food so they'd send me cash app or my mom would just randomly be like I just put $50 in your account or I had a friend that didn't live too far she'd be like come over for dinner tonight and I'll have food that way so I would literally always have food and I would always have food too like so let me tell you let me tell you the Lord be working he be working and so at this time I was in seminary school. Seminary school is also 40 minutes away. So everything in Atlanta, similar to Dallas, is not close in proximity. Everything is far. And so ever since I was a little girl and my daddy got on to me about not giving that $5, I had... I had a given the spirit of giving and being yeah. came upon me like giving. Right. And so I remember meeting this girl at seminary school. I wasn't very talkative. I was just, you know, really just observant because I didn't really feel like I fit in in seminary school. But that's another story for another time. But I'm very observant. And I noticed this girl who I don't know how I knew, but some I think it was the Holy Spirit. I can't say I don't know how I knew it was the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit told me she needed groceries. And so. What did Alexis do? Alexis packed up a grocery bag for all the groceries I had in my apartment that I didn't know what I was going to end up eating. And I gave the girl all my groceries, y'all. I mm-hmm. gave the girl all the groceries I had. I had popcorn. I had canned goods. I had all these <laughs> like, little things that I was like holding on to for one of them days where I didn't know what I was going to eat. I was just going to eat the canned goods. one of them days. It's one of them days. <laughs> I was holding on to it. And so I... Um, I put all of the things in a grocery bag and I took it to seminary school and I was like, hey, um, I'm not trying to be weird or nothing, but I have something for you. And so we went to my car and I give it to her. She's like, oh my gosh, like, thank you so, so, so much. Like, she's like so like overwhelmed, overjoyed. I'm like, but Lord, what I'm going to eat though? Like what I'm going to eat? Like, you know, what I'm going to eat? I kid y'all not, a few weeks later, she like gets in contact with me and was like, hey, I want to take you grocery shopping. She had got some food stamps. That's why you got to be obedient, y'all. So it was situations oh, yes. where I, I, in faith, entered out my account. In faith, gave the girl all my groceries. And then the Lord still made sure I had what I needed because he was testing my heart posture. And the last time I emptied out my account, I'll never forget, we had the apostle that was over the conglomerate of churches that I was going to come and have like a prophetic night. And he made a declaration and was like, you know, he, for one, he prophesied over me and it was extremely accurate, very Mm. accurate. And he said, you know, I need every entrepreneur in the room to sow a seed of a hundred dollars. I don't know how I had a hundred dollars. Cause like I said, again, I wasn't working, but somehow I had a hundred dollars in my savings account and that's all I had. And I was like, Mm. Lord. So I'm in a service transferring the money from my savings to my checking so I could text to give. And I sold the whole hundred dollars. I sold the whole hundred dollars. And I was like, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I trust you. And yeah. so I ended up 
couple months later, getting a part-time job at Michael Kors, and then a couple months after that, getting a full-time job, which relocated me here to Dallas. And I was telling Janelle before this started that I know for a fact that seed I sold in faith, that $100 seed specifically, that I sold in faith carried me through mm. 2021. Because after the Lord called me off my job in 2020 to serve him full time, it's no way under God's green earth that I should have been able to be sustained in the way in which I was sustained to the way in which I will receive random four figure deposits in my account where I'm in the mirror, minding my business and the Lord's like, check your account. And I look at my account and I see a comma. God, where did that comma come from? Where did the comma come from? Like, I, it was zero, I was a zero cents in my account. Why I got a comma? Mm. And like, mm. random, on more than one occasion. So I'm like, Lord. And so what he revealed to me is that, you know, seeds, when we plant seeds in the ground, we're not going to see it come up instantly. We may see something happen, like, you know, a seed may begin to sprout and you may see a little, a little something, a little something in two to three weeks. But you're not going to see the full manifestation of whatever it is you were planting into a year, maybe a couple of months, maybe, mm -hmm. but into the proper season. And the seeds I sold yes. in, a, in faith manifested in a season where I really needed God in faith. Like I was really relying on God in faith. I'm talking about crazy faith. Okay. Talking about like Mike Todd said, only crazy till it happened. Well, it happened for me. I'm telling y'all. Come on, come on, come on. Pay bills and the Lord supernaturally provided. It was a time people didn't know I wasn't working because you could not tell. Hair still <laughs> Nail still getting done. I'm still going places like all oh, willy nilly, like you know. And I'm looking back on it now, like Lord, I wish I had the mind that I have now because I could have really set myself up. But I digress. But it's just the fact that He was still keeping me. Come he on, was really keeping me in a season where I didn't know how I was going to be kept. I'm just moving in faith, knowing that God told me to leave my job, knowing that God sent me to Dallas, and because I was willing to move once He told me to leave my job, I was like, God, well, it's no purpose of me being here in Dallas if I'm not working but I didn't know that a year later he's gonna connect me here to Florida free right. and so that's <laughs> what happens when you're obedient and you do what God tells you to do and you sow seeds I'm telling you I know those seeds that I sow in faith it's the yeah. reason I was kept and I am still being kept because let's not get it twisted we still on God payroll over here we're still yeah on okay yes I'm a heaven yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's that's, called kingdom currency, honey. That's, 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 there's some currency that you get in the natural, but we see that the dollar ain't worth a dime, if you know what I mean. If you could pick up what I'm putting down, the dollar ain't worth nothing no more. What it used to be, it ain't no more. And so we put we put all our hope, faith, and trust in the almighty dollar, which which had carries deficit and depreciates by the second. And so we're seeing that even with what's happening with this crypto and digital currency and coins and all of this other stuff. And so we're seeing and we're seeing people pull out in other countries. They don't want to fool with us. They don't want to fool with the U.S. dollar no more, you know. And so it ain't worth nothing. But it's a whole nother thing when you use and you pour and you partner and you sow seeds into the kingdom.
because there's an eternal return. Come on now. There's a ROI. There's a return on investment when you are, are, are moving in the in the kingdom and you're using kingdom coins, they manifest and multiply in a way that you can never even think nor imagine because God moves in multiplication. He moves exponentially. God, listen, for generations to come, a seed that you sowed can still carry on and continue to multiply through generations for generations and generations. But the dollar that we hold so tightly to as we are currently even in a recession right and we see that the cost of things is going up but but the money coming in is going down we see that the dollar the dollar value is going down but they want more and more and more money for these things so i'm telling you at some point we're gonna see this full famine and recession come to the surface because we are already there but some people don't see it because they're not being affected fully and they're maybe distracted but listen we are already on the cusp of being in a full-blown famine and because of that we don't god is trying to show us as a part of the kingdom how to sow the kingdom coins and currency in the kingdom of heaven is because the men and the women of god are going to need those coins when we are not able to tap in into the natural when they start pulling stuff and taking things and limiting things you see now you go to the store you used to be able to go and find un limited supply of whatever it was you were looking for now they've cut back on the supply and they the, the supply and demand ain't matching they're charging us more for what they're giving us but they're giving us less you go to the store you better get there when they putting it on the shelf you better be there when the walmart stock is stocking because by morning you might not be able to get them eggs you might not be able to get them that loaf of bread you was hoping for because they only sent the store 10 packs baby and the 10 packs they put on the shelf they charge you $20 for okay so at the end of the day this is what God is trying to help us to manage and to steward our monies and be proper in which we are seeking him which is our source and not look to the resource so we're looking to our jobs we're looking to our ability to invest or save money and all of these things are good like all of these things are not bad things to educate to inform ourselves and to invest but we must seek the Holy Spirit for where that plan is is for what he wants us to do with his money okay because it's not ours anyway right and so we he can do much more with a dollar than we can do with a dollar so i'd rather follow the command of god and where to put my money versus making my own plan because god's plan and him breathing on my finances is eternal there's an eternal roi on that investment versus me trying to save up and use my money for what I want to use it for. There's a limit to that. There is a limit. And so I can testify as well as I have left my six-figure-plus job where there was a time where I 
had, that was my goal. Okay. This is before I knew better. This is before I knew that I was, I was a kingdom ambassador. This is before I knew that I had access to um, infinite riches in heaven. Right. And so I looked and measured myself against what the world felt like was success. And so as a young woman, I wanted the picket fence, the house and the kids. Right. And with that, I felt like if I go to school and I get me a good job, because I was raised in a generation where they shoved school. It was like the school, 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 school. This is how you get educated. This is how you get paid. And this is how you secure your retirement. This is how you secure your future is by going into debt, right? They lied. They lied. They lied. They had me take all them student loans. But anyway, I ain't in debt. I told them that my debt is paid in full. I didn't told the saints. I didn't told the people when they didn't call me that I don't owe you nothing. My debt has been dissolved and it no longer exists. I don't know why y'all calling me because Jesus paid it all. He paid it all on the cross and the people be holding the phone sounding like straight crickets on the phone like this woman is cuckoo crazy. But I'm saying you ain't finna get me to curse my life. With you trying to get me to come into agreement with a debt that I don't owe. I didn't told you that the blood bought <laughs> price has been paid. And I need you to take that up with Jesus Christ. That's him. He got it. He got it all. He paid it all. Stop calling me because I ain't got it in Jesus name because I don't owe it in Jesus name. But I leave, you know, in obedience the Lord pulled me out. He basically pulled me out of my comfort, of my comfort, right? Because I relied on my education and the information and my intellect and knowledge and all that I had obtained in getting going to school. I got four degrees and I used to have a lot of pride behind that. I used to have a lot of pride about what I did with my money. I can travel when I want. I can buy when I want. I can go where I want. Why? Because I did the work. Why? Because so I had um, an ego sort of like like um, like I felt like I deserved to spend the money that I had. Like it was my money. Like I work for it. It's mine, you know, and da, 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 da. But God literally showed me real quickly. OK, um, as he began to show me and teach me about finances, he started teaching me about the stock market and so much more. And so in this in this, he started to talk to me about spiritually giving and what that meant to sow and give. And this is how I learned some of the principles of fasting and sowing up and sowing down. And he started showing me the scripture in Isaiah, how he delights in when we give to those that are in need, when those that can't help themselves, because I always thought giving meant giving to those who had a lot. And so in order to give to the, in order to receive the blessing from God, I had to sow into people doing better than me because I wanted to tap into what they were doing. And so I was not taught properly that, yes, it's OK to do that. You want to sow where there's fruit. Right. You want to sow as the spirit leads you. But God told me that his greatest reward is when I gave to the people who couldn't give back. Listen up, guys, I have great news. So we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive 
all of the e-courses from our Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy. So if you missed semester one, it's okay. Though you missed the mentorship portion, we still have an opportunity for you to get our e-courses. So there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights. We discussed the courts of heaven, prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from and go and gather up one of those courses or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price. So I am pray I am prayerful that you will check it out today. Until next time, see you later. When I gave to those with, with that could not give me back what I felt like I deserved, right? And so that was how the kingdom works. This is how the kingdom finance and help and advance one another because we're supposed to sow into each other. We're supposed to give. We're supposed to build together. And so I did not know that, right? I did not know. So I was like, oh, I have to give to this and give to that. And God was like, oh, no, no. Nah, 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 nah. So I started seeing my giving and the return of my investment in giving to God grow greater in these seasons because it was not me relying on what I had to give, but it was me giving as the Holy Spirit led me to give for the amount that he called me to give, even knowing that I'm giving my last or I'm giving more than what I can afford to give in this time, but it's for a greater good, not because I'm doing the works because some people think that they are going to grow and receive from God because they're doing a good work. It's a good thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And so this is where your heart posture comes in. And so because of that, because of what I learned in the area of giving and sowing and tithing, the Lord then began to have this happen to me in my season of leaving my job and coming into working for him full time, no paycheck. So it'll be three years in August that I have not collected a physical paycheck from uh, from a an, an employer, okay? Not no Uber, not no Lyft, not no Instacart, Instagram, nothing, right? Where literally I have lived by the hand of God to my mouth. And there's been some moments where I didn't know, if, you know, where I was going to get my next meal, where I, how I was going to be able to pay my rent. And I'm this is me being transparent and honest because there's no shame in this at all because I am giving the glory to God because in the ninth hour, I'm telling you, it could be seconds, hours, days before the rent was due. And he would literally send someone in the kingdom to sow or to give or to help. And I, most times never even open my mouth. The only person I opened my mouth to was him. So I would go to God for my need and I would go to God with my finances. I would literally take my bills into my prayer closet. Listen, I would go in there with my anointing oil. I didn't anoint it. My, my debit cards with the oil. I didn't listen. I didn't lay hands on them cards. I didn't took my bills into the closet. Listen, I didn't sat down like God because at the time, right, I was not 
in a in a relationship, married anything. And so I had I had to go to the source. The source was God, and I was like, God, listen, I got this bill, this bill, this bill, this bill, and I'm doing your will. And I was told, and you said that when it's your will, it's your bill. So I got a stack of bills over here that I have zero clue how they fins to get paid. So I'm finna give them to you, and I'm finna close my eyes <laughs> and come into agreement with how you choose to give it, when you choose to do it, and I'm going to seek you for what I do have that I can give. So there's been many times, many times that I didn't have enough to pay a particular bill. And so like, it was like my car note, I remember in that season and I didn't have enough to pay my car note. So I said, well, since I don't have the full amount to pay my car note, I'm going to sow this money into the kingdom because I know that God's return is infinite and eternal. And so I'm like, I could give away these three, four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars and it just be gone because it's going to disappear. OK, the minute I the minute I click send. But if I sow this money, I don't have the full amount anyway, God. So I'm like, what you want to do? I'm like, you want me to give it to the people? You don't want it. So he would give me the direction. He would say, I give this, give this amount, do this, do that. Give the rest to this person. Give the rest to that person. Do this with it. Do that with it. And so I was able to sustain and maintain. And I would literally wake up, y'all, to cash apps with thousands of dollars like cash apps and i'm like where did this come from i've had people call me on the phone i've had people deliver groceries to my house i've had people buy food and i never fixed in part of my mouth to say i need something to eat i need food in my house and someone would as we would say randomly <laughs> someone just Right. God would literally I would wake up and I'd have like a thousand dollars in my cash app. And I one time I called this young lady who I had been pouring into and I wasn't I was charged. I wasn't charging her any money for this mentorship or anything because the Lord told me not to. So even though I needed money in this season, I could have pimped my case. Right. Because, baby, I need to get paid because, I, you know, I ain't got no paycheck. But because I rely on God, when I went to God and asked God. Do am I supposed to charge this woman? He said no. So I went back to her and said, No, it's free. And she kind of looked at me kind of funny, like, uh, are you sure? And I'm like, Yeah, that's what the Holy Spirit said. So that I'm rolling with him. Next thing I know, I get a thousand dollar cash up one morning. And I called her and I was like, Um, you're not supposed to be paying me. Like, what is this for? And she said, uh, I woke up this morning and I was praying and the Holy Spirit told me in prayer that you had a need that needed to be met. At the time that I called her, I was in my prayer closet because I, I lived in there in the season, right? I had snacks and water and Tic Tacs and all kind of stuff, pillows, blankets. Listen, me and God was like in love, like, baby, I lay down, I wake up, I took naps, I had snacks, all of this in my prayer closet. Like I never left. And so <laughs> I'm literally in my prayer closet making this phone call to her and it's, it's my safe space. So I go there a lot even still to this day for no reason at all just to be in there because <laughs> I just I just I'm just yeah long story anywho so I this I call her from my closet and I'm like what is this for and she told me that the Holy Spirit told her to give me this thousand dollars because the Holy Spirit told her that there was a need that I had that needed to be met and so she told me thank the Holy Ghost 
she told me thank the Holy Ghost. And I was like, I will, right? Like I will. And this has happened multiple times. This has happened through giving through ministry members and people like that, that, that are here, Janelle, several others where God had them give or sow. And it literally saved my life in that season. Like, had I not gotten it, I don't know what would have happened, but there's a blessing that's attached to our obedience. The point of what we're saying is that it's important to give and give spirit led and also even give sacrificially. But there are doors that are connected to this. There are certain doors that no matter what you do, no matter how many degrees you get, no matter how connected you are in the natural, that will never open up until you sow a seed into the kingdom because there are certain doors that only God has the key to. There are certain doors that will only open by the unction of a divine hand and it's the hand of God and it's attached to your obedience. It's attached to and the what's behind the door is I'm talking about millions and billions, okay? You couldn't live long enough to, to get this kind of favor, to get this kind of reward. You couldn't work hard enough to get what God has behind the door. And so God is trying to get us to the place to where we are not laboring for every nickel, dime, penny, and cent. Because we were used to our rewards being attached to our accomplishments. So it was like, okay, if I do this, if I get this job, if I get promoted, if I get this money, if I go out of here and I do this and I do that, then this entitles me to receiving this and getting that. When at the end of the day, God is like, I have everything, daughter. I am the creator of all creation. And I have all of the resources and the riches in heaven that you couldn't even think to put your hands on. But it's in my hand. So sit back. So seek the source and let me give you what I have freely. Freely. Okay. And all you do have to sit back and be like, yes, God, thank you, God. Do it again, God. <laughs> do it again, God. I'm going to hand it over to you, Janelle. Okay. That was, that was really good. I think one point I would just have to say, and it's encourage everybody, like if you're not banking with the kingdom, you definitely need to start doing that. Definitely start banking with the kingdom. The return on investment, as Apostle said, the ROI is so great. Massive. Massive. It's eternal. It's eternal. And it's not just monetary. It's favor. It's grace. It's so many other intangible things that you get from giving. And so I just wanted to kind of say that. But yeah, you hit the nail on the head with, with sacrificial giving. It's... Period. Period. Yeah. Period. I'm here for it. So if you believe and you agree, I want you to type, do it again, God. (laughs) I want you to do it now. I want you to type in the chat, do it again, 
God? What are we going to do? What are we now, now that we've been equipped and empowered with this testimony and we've shared the goodness of God through our own personal testimony and our own life application and our own examples, how are we now going to shift our mindsets and perception of money to finance the kingdom of God? What is your suggestion? What is your recommendation as we prepare to close out tonight to the saints of God based on your experience and based on the word of God, how we should now move forward? I think first things first is you just have to be obedient. Um, He's going to take you step by step and he's not going to rush your process. So we're all in different processes when it comes to not even just spirit led giving, but just our, our like lives and sanctification, you know, just where we are in the spirit and all that different stuff. So you just have to be obedient and trust his voice, learn how to hear his voice. So when he gives you the option, you can be obedient. So some of that means like prayer, deliverance, and then also getting into the word and learning what God says about you, learning that you're not supposed to be poor. You're not supposed to be begging. You're supposed to be distributing. You're supposed to be a manager. That was our role in Genesis 1, that we would take dominion over the earth. You can't take dominion with no resources. And so it's just getting into the word and like learning who you are, what's your kingdom identity. And that that will slowly start to change your mindset as you digest more of the word, partner with the Holy Spirit and just be obedient and let him take you on this process. Amen. Amen. And I will even add to that, mom, I don't know if I learned this from you or where I I feel I learned so much from you. So I probably did. But I remember (laughs) just hearing if you don't have what you need, turn it into a seed. Mm -hmm. Like, so like literally if you're if you have a bill that's a thousand dollars and you only have two hundred. Baby. Don't I mean, yes, believe by faith that the Lord will provide you the rest of what you need. (laughs) However, mm-hmm. part of that provision could be by you planting that seed. Come on. You never know. The person you owe, for one, you don't owe nobody because the word of God says the lender, not the borrower. That That's part. It. It does. And so, you know, but just saying that to say like that bill or whatever that is could be erased. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it could literally be erased. They could be like, oh, ma'am, you're covered this month. Try again next month. You literally never know what your seeds like can do. And so I just encourage you if you don't have what you need, turn it into a seed and just consider the widow's might. She literally had less than everyone that was there to give. She literally gave, I don't even know the actual physical amount, but I know it was little. I know it it was little. It was very Mm -hmm. micro. It was extremely micro. And that was greater than any other seed that was received. But it was because, for one, her heart posture. And Mm -hmm. for two, she literally gave out the abundance of what she had. So she she only had mites to give. And she gave all the mites she had. You see what I'm saying? And because she was extremely blessed by God. Because he knew her heart. Because God knew that he can trust her. He can trust her with more because he sees that she will give all that she has. So what can God trust you with? Like, are, do you have an abundance? Do you have a surplus now, but you're still giving nickels and dimes because you want to keep holding on to what you have because you oh, are no. that you're going to lose it? Oh, can y'all hear me? Oh, do you Your have a signal was acting up. Oh, I rebuke that. I rebuke that. We can but hear you. 
Okay, all in all, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all, like, don't yeah. allow fear, don't allow poverty, don't allow mammon, don't allow any of these other yeah. spirits to control your mind and to cause you to not do what the Lord has called us to do, which is to be the lender and not the borrower, to come on. be above and not beneath, okay? So, yeah. come on. Name. Come on. Amen. I can't remember. I had did a little research some time ago on what that was, what that widow's might was in equivalent to, to like, like current times. Mm -hmm. And if I remember, and I think I'm, I, I don't think I'm off, but I just remember the amount being so small. I think I remember when uh, the conversion was like mm -hmm. so small, it was like two cents or less in today's time. Like it was like two, like it was something like that. Like it was a micro amount basically. So like when I, cause I'm thinking the conversion was going to be a little bigger and it was like minute, like minute whenever that conversion came through and I was like, shut up. Right. And then I saw how her, her heart, it was all she gave all she had. Right. And then I saw how God blessed her and it blessed me. You know, when I was looking, reading that and looking at the conversion was like, sometimes we get sad because it's like, I can only sew $20 mm -hmm. or I can only sew $2. Like, and you see people getting in that line that that's like, who got a thousand dollar seed? Who got a, who got a hundred dollars? You know, and you'd be like, if I had it, I'd give it, but I literally got $10. And so for those that are looking at what they're giving and the amount that they're giving and they're saying, God, this is not enough, you know, I guess it's a good thing that you feel like it's not enough, right? But don't think that your $10, $2, $20 seat is any, any worse because someone else can sow a thousand and you are in a season where you may only have $2 or you may only have $20, but it's all that you have, right? And it's not about emptying your account. It's all about your heart posture. And so God's not looking at the amount, right? Because we're not looking to please man with what we're able to give. And some people do that. Like I, I hate those lines kind you know, somewhat like I don't hate them. I know there's a purpose to them at times, but I've seen them manipulated. I've seen them manipulated for prophecies and all these other things, you know, to get people to sow big and to give. And I don't think we should manipulate people to give. I think that people should give by the by the unctioning of the Holy Ghost, because I don't want nobody see that's forced. I don't want nobody see that's not in the right. Baby, I will give you your seat back. I will give you your seat back if it's not in the right heart and you giving like because it's obligatory or because you feel like if I don't, I'm going to be called out. And if I if I don't give my tithe, if I don't give, then, you know, then she's not going to like me because I don't like giving the other way either. I don't like people that give for favor. I don't like people that give because they want to be close to or be considered um, worthy of being in relationship with people. So you have people that give still, even with them giving, giving for 
the wrong reason. It's like, I want to get closer to this person. I want this person to trust me. I want this person to like me. Um, I want to set myself up to where I could be in position to be one of their favorites. So let me give, right? I need, I, I need the people of God to give because they are, are, are moved by God to give. And God has told them, Latina, her right here. She's in need, and I want to bless you by blessing her. And I want you to give happily. Give like, oh, be happy my ties. Oh, be happy I'm giving because, you know, like, no, no, no. Keep your coin, baby, because trust me, God going to find somebody else. He going to raise somebody else. He going to call somebody else. He going to find somebody. He ain't going to let me go without because you're being disobedient. God is going to still take care of my need. You just missed your blessing. That's all you did, right? You ain't hurt me not one bit. I don't feel no type of way about nothing at all because I know that God is still the a provider. He's still my provider. And so God doesn't want us to give because we we the Bible says, and if I don't do, then I'm going to get beat up by demons. Like, let me give because if I know, give. Because you have the heart to give. And God knows. Trust me. God knows. He knows. So don't try to play yourself. Don't, don't try to play yourself. Make sure you're moving in the right heart, motive, and posture in Jesus' name. So as we're coming to a close, for those that want to sow, for those that are interested in giving tonight and want to sow into what we're doing here at Flawed and Free Ministry, for we have lots of things that we're doing for our community locally that we're doing globally and internationally um, through deliverance and through our healing ministry. We partner with the Holy Ghost in everything we do, but it ain't free to run Flawed and Free. I could definitely tell you that, but if you feel led or unctioned or feel the utterance of the Holy Spirit to sow in, to give in, to, to, to pay it forward to, for someone else to receive their freedom and their healing here in this ministry as 85% of what we do here, we do not charge for. We do not charge for deliverance. We don't charge for our healing events. We don't charge for a majority of the places and spaces in which we show up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying around 85%. We are a nonprofit organization and we do have a 501c3 designation, which allows us to give, um, chair to receive taxable charitable donations and you be able to receive a tax write off legally by the federal government, by the IRS. So if you do feel led to so, um, most Times corporations and governments and large entities will look for 501c3s to partner and to give charitable gifts too. And so we do have the ability, we are properly positioned <laughs> and structured to receive these types of gifts. So I'm declaring now that somebody gonna put us before that God gonna put us before the right person even tonight, and they're going to sow a massive seed into this ministry for what we are planning planning in 2023 and 2024 and serving and saving souls and setting the captives free 
for it is our mission because our goals are souls. We're not looking to build our platform. We're not looking to pad our pockets, but we are true servants of the most high God. And our focus is the kingdom and the throne room and those that God has called us to serve. So if that be you and you want to give or you want to sow into your kingdom financier um, preparation and season, you want to sow into your kingdom currency and you in return receive a return on your investment. This is good soil to plant those seeds in. And for those that have given and for those that cannot give, God still honors your time, your treasures, your talents, and the fact that you would like to give. I pray that those that can't give, that God will send a financial miracle and blessing to them so that they can be positioned in a place where they can give and finance and advance the kingdom of God. So the information is there on the screen if you're interested in sowing a seed tonight. You can go to dollar sign cash app. A lot of people love cash app. It's just quick and easy and simple. It's dollar sign flawed free. Or you can use Zelle. If you like Zelle, it's info at theflawedandfree.com. Or you can give to our secure site at theflawedandfree.com slash give. You can give through PayPal. You can give through Tithely. And we have several other areas in which you are able to sow a seed in into this ministry. Make sure you attach an assignment to that seed. Make sure you tell God where you want this sowing and this offering to go if you are led and feel the unction and the utterance of the Holy Ghost to give. God bless you. May God keep you. May God cover you. Until we see each other next time, I'll see you guys Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here live on YouTube. Make sure you come and visit us and bring a friend. Bring a friend. That's next Tuesday. Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. God bless and I love you. Good night, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening and allowing us to be a part of your spiritual journey and growth in Christ. Listen to fresh new episodes weekly on Wednesdays to be equipped with the tools, knowledge, and strategies needed to dispossess the enemy, take dominion, and be delivered into the promises of God. No more wilderness wanderings, warriors. Walk in your purpose and discover your identity where you are free to be me, flawed and free. If you were blessed and empowered by today's show, we would appreciate your sown seed of support through donations and charitable giving as led by the Holy Spirit. You can go now to theflawedandfree.com slash give. That's theflawedandfree.com slash give. Or you can cash app us at dollar sign flawed free on Cash App. We are a nonprofit organization with a 501c3 designation. So all gifts, donations, and sown seeds of support that are given are also tax deductible. Thank you for your seed, for we know that it is placed in good soil, and we pray that you agree. So God bless and live your best life in Christ. Love you later. Till next time.